Women Up Radio, designed to facilitate women's empowerment, improve your career, develop your talents, incorporate your passions, achieve fulfillment and success. Hello, this is Anna Letitia Cook of Women Up Radio, supporting Empower Women and the Girls on the Road in their quest to support women entrepreneurs around the world. Fernanda and Tassiana are visiting 22 countries, interviewing women and researching the conditions, the business ecosystems, the challenges and the advantages that exist in each country. Today, we're visiting New Zealand, home of the hobbits. So, <laughs> hi, Fernanda and Tassie. How are you today? And how's New Zealand? Hi, great. Yeah, great. How are you? Very well, <laughs> thanks. So, tell me, what's the general vision of business, women in business, and women entrepreneurs in New Zealand? Well, you know, after leaving China, that we had the chance to speak uh, last week, yeah. uh, and arriving in New Zealand, it's you know, pretty much what paradise looks like. And I'll tell you why. After leaving China, 1.4 billion, remember? Yes. <laughs> we arrived in New Zealand that it has less than 5 million people in the whole country. So that says a lot. They have more sh- sh- ship than people. They have 30 million ship in New Zealand, all over New Zealand. So yeah. that's amazing. That's amazing. It is a great, great, great country. Uh, in terms of nature, of course, amazing, which completely fell in love uh, with New Zealand, the both islands. And we saw a very vibrant and growing entrepreneurial business business scene. We had the chance to interview incredible women doing great stuff in so many different areas, like virtual reality, uh, you know, crowdfunding, cybersecurity, uh, a lot of sustainable business. Uh, it seems to be a very equal society. We had heard that before about New Zealand, but we, we kind of were able to see that in, in practice. So they have the support of the government to, to expand, to build business because they need, of course, they, they are doing everything they can to attract people to New Zealand from other countries. So there's a lot of positive things going on right now in New Zealand. So if you're an entrepreneur and is looking for, you know, a place to grow your business, yeah. definitely try consider to it. Yeah, consider New Zealand because they provide like visas. If you are able to develop your business from New Zealand or to New Zealand, grants, grants they're like uh, foundations, government support. So it's very, very a uh, welcoming country. That sounds great. I didn't know that. And do they have um, an age restriction? Because I heard somewhere that after a certain age it was difficult to go there but I mean I might be completely wrong and it might have changed I think maybe like if you're just just going to apply for a job going like to the regular market maybe age is an issue but as an entrepreneur I don't think if you have like a great idea that can generate a lot of money that they will care if you have like 20 50 or 70 yes so there's hope for me yet right yeah absolutely (laughs) you should definitely apply I will. That's beautiful New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. And beautiful countryside. That's definitely my type of country. So what does it mean to be a woman entrepreneur in New Zealand? I think it means that you have lots of opportunities, resource, support. You probably grew up in a society very equal that you believe, like, since you're a child, that you could do whatever you want. It's just, like, a matter of figuring out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they offer opportunities for you not only to develop yourself in New Zealand, but also have uh, exchange mm-hmm. experiences abroad. 
Yeah. Uh, it's a country that is a very diverse society. Of course, there is like lots of people from immigrants. all over the world, immigrants from England, from, you know, from Europe yes. and other, other right. countries in Europe, from yeah. South America. Uh, they, I think they're very open to diversity. And many of the entrepreneurs, we were like joking ourselves, like, when are we going to interview someone who actually were, was, was born, born in New Zealand? <laughs> because lots of people have, you know, been born in other countries and moved to New Zealand when they were young, or, you know, everyone had parents who were not New Zealanders, like Kiwis, as they, <laughs> yeah, they say. Kiwis, yeah. 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 Okay. And so what are the main factors in the business ecosystem there? Yeah, no, I was going to say that right now is certainly, I would say, all the effort and support that the government is throwing in the market really support these entrepreneurs. And as we mentioned, not only New Zealanders, people from other countries. I think this is playing a major role. Yes. Uh, you know, when it's specifically talking about women entrepreneurs, they are really investing. They have specific programs for women, you know, universities have also programs to attract women, to build a, a system of investors, for example, angels, mentors. And I think one thing that was really interesting in, in New Zealand, because I, I would believe that it was the only country that we heard some sort of criticism about this women, uh, women program, focus on women, you know, women entrepreneurs. Like and the argument that they say is, if you want to treat, you know, everybody as entrepreneurs as we should and everybody agrees with that agrees with that we shouldn't have programs solely focused on women because in their view it widens the gap yeah right and i i would say they they have a point but on the other hand you know history says otherwise because yeah. the gap's there it's huge and we are not talking about you know handing handhelding women along the way 100%, but at the beginning, yeah. it is important for those women who are trying to understand and, and to build a business and to grow a network and to assess the market that they have a safe place, as they say, to really discuss exchange experiences. And of course, they understand that, but they think, you know, uh, it should be different. And we all agree. We agree that gender should not be a part of this equation, entrepreneurship. Yeah. We are all entrepreneurs. So that was an interesting part coming from uh, women entrepreneurs in, in New Zealand. Well, it's particularly interesting because that shows more than anything that they really do believe they've got equality. Yes. yes. Oh, and they are, they are outspoken about it. And they're yeah. very proud of their you know, former prime minister. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so they say that she was like a role model for many of them. And so I think this is also a huge part of them feeling equal. Yeah, that's great to hear. Because comparing it to some of the other countries that you've been telling us about, it's great to hear something so positive where really for them they're entrepreneurs and they're not women entrepreneurs. That's, I think that's very, very positive. So, and, I, and Anna, there's another aspect I think it's really, really positive coming from New Zealand. And we, we, I don't think we saw that in any other country so far, mm -hmm. that they have programs to really attract young people to experiment on becoming entrepreneurs. For example, high school, uh, high school students during summer, they have the option, the possibility to go to entrepreneurship boot camps. When, you know, yes, they build teams of four or five and they you know, come up with a product or service. They put together uh, an enterprise and they learn a lot. Yeah. And 
it was amazing because the youngest entrepreneur that we interviewed, she's 19 year, years old. She's a New Zealander. Yeah. And she came up with the idea uh, of her business doing one of these boot camps during high school. Yeah. She's doing super well. She already has investors and, you know, it's an amazing girl. And she, she went to college. She started to, she decided to stop, yeah. you know, put a break for a while to focus on, on her business. And she's doing amazing. And she said, you know what? I can go back to college and finish what I started. But my heart and my mind right now, yeah. they're on my business. Yeah. It was an amazing story. Yeah. Very inspiring. Her mother is British and her father is New Zealand. So when we asked her, like, what your parents thought, like, thought about it? Because I think if I had to, said to my dad, like, and my mom, I'm going to quit college to, to, you know, to start my company, they would, you know, have a heart attack, I think, at my time when I was 19. Yeah. So, she, you know, my mom is British, so she just freaked out. But my dad is from New Zealand, very relaxed, and he was really supportive of me. And he said, you know, you can always go back and, yes. and do whatever you need to do. You're only 19. Even if you do your company in two years in a row, you say, okay, now it's time. It's not working for me. You're going to be 22 to go to college. It's perfect, right? Yes. Yeah. Very good point. Huh. Wonderful. <laughs> so um, are there any particular challenges or advantages for the women there? It's I think it's it sounds like they're fairly equal, so there's nothing specifically <laughs> oriented. <laughs> I think uh, for the challenges, I think, first of all, New Zealand is very um, isolated yeah. and it's a country. So, yeah. of course, even though they have all these resources and support, they have to look outside of New Zealand. Otherwise, it's not like they're going to find lots of people wanting to invest in, yeah. in business. Mm-hmm. So, naturally, they try to go for um, markets in Australia and also in, in Asia. Yeah. Um, I think this is the, the, the two major challenges that we heard about. Like, you know, the, the, so far away that they are, it's very hard to get people going there and like them to get out. Yeah. And also like, uh, um, you know, access to market. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we've been talking about all the positive things about New Zealand and there's a bunch of them, of course. But we also have to, you know, uh, bring some of the, the negative comments that we heard, of course, because it's not heaven. It's a, it's a very good country, of course, but it's not paradise. Yeah. And, you know, a few women talked about, even though it's a, you know, it's a very uh, equal society, from time to time, they still have to face some sort of sexism. Yeah. So it's not 100% eradicated from, from New Zealand. Yeah. But it's so much better than so many other countries. Yeah, yeah. You know, they know that their work is not 100% done. Yes. A few things that they have to still keep working, but still a very cool place in terms of support and having good networking and supporting each other. And one thing that distracts us is has nothing to do with entrepreneurship is because like many places we would go, we would see like signs of domestic violence. Which yeah. for us was very yes, weird, surprising. surprising. And then we were asking people, like, um, is this a, a big issue and it's a problem? And they say, yes. So I, I don't know how, I don't know about the rates or, you know, like the percentage, but there's many um, posters about domestic violence, how to get help. And the women were saying it's a huge issue in New Zealand, which yeah. was really surprising for us. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard that from um, somebody else who actually helps women through the court when they've got those type of issues 
um, and this person was from the UK originally uh, and drew a comparison saying that domestic violence is more prevalent in New Zealand than in the UK and they don't have as many facilities for trying to deal with it. So, yeah, so that's a, a negative, but it seems that there's a, a lot of positives there, definitely. Oh, absolutely, yes. yes. Sounds great. Right. So what soft and hard skills have they in common, and what ones have they developed? I think soft skills, I think they are, they are confident. I think it's really inspiring you know, to talk to them and see that a, a more equal society, it is possible if we all work together. And I think it's so, confident in a sense, yeah. like more, you know, tranquil, how's it like very yeah. easy, like cool, easy going, confident, yes. not as, as we mentioned about China, Radical. they're very aggressive yes. and confident. It's just like they're, you know, they're just, you know, I'm, I'm capable, I know, yes. I'm cool. Um, you know, it's, it was a different feeling. Yeah, and I think the hard skills more business oriented. I think expanding markets for them, it's still a huge issue. Yes. And and that sort of course it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman uh, leading a business, but for the whole country, it's still a huge challenge for them. And I yes. think hard like related to hard skill, they are very um, incentivated to go abroad, like yeah. before yeah, back to New Zealand. True. And it's partly because, you know, the relationship with Britain, yeah. British, um, they say that they really go to UK or other countries in Europe until they are like mature, like 20 something. And yeah. then they come back to New Zealand to start business, start families. So I think it's a very, you know, open and, and you know, outside looking society. Yeah, easygoing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they seem to, to be very... They have a, like a relaxed confidence. It's almost like a natural confidence. Yeah, that's a good yeah. description. Definitely yeah. relaxed confidence. Yes. And because they're an island, you know, right the other side of the world, we're really in the middle of the ocean. They have yeah. to look outwards because there's a, a limit to what they can actually do in their own country. Because as you said, the difference between 1.4 billion in China <laughs> and less than 5 million there um they're, they're public their consumers they don't have the same choice right? exactly definitely okay. Yes. okay and so can you tell us about one key motivational difference in new zealand which is helpful to other women entrepreneurs around the world i think the key motivation i, I in my view it has somehow related to it, has, it is related to diversity and I think being your own boss, I think like having, yeah. you know, provide more jobs and they cannot only rely on government Absolutely. or other companies. Yeah. But what I meant in terms of diversity is, you know, they, they really like interacting with people from other places, other cultures is a very welcoming uh, place. And, and I think there's a lot of motivation in that. Everything yeah. that they learn from others. Yeah, that's why they are so eagerly, you know, trying to attract people from other countries. Yeah, so I think this really plays a major role for them. Okay, and did you find um, that there's any particular industry that they're involved in? I mean, is there a, a big range of industries that they go into, or is there something different, something special? So you know, you you mean the, the women entrepreneurs that we that we interview, or in yes. general? Yeah. Because, I mean, like you said, a couple of countries, you said that they're very much tech or they're 
Um, you know, you've given examples of the type of industries that seem to be really booming for women entrepreneurs. But, you know, that was, it was interesting because in New Zealand, we saw a very diversified, you know, uh, types of industry. No, they're doing everything. As I, as, I, <coughs> as I mentioned earlier, you know, cybersecurity, virtual reality, so a lot of tech, yeah. uh, automotive, construction. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, women are everywhere. It's, it was really cool to see what they've been doing there. Okay. Well, so that's very interesting and very positive. I'm delighted to hear that they're so good, so supportive and doing so much to try and help business in general, but particularly entrepreneurs and women. Yes. Um, so next week, we will be visiting you in Mexico. And we can see the difference between New Zealand and Mexico, because I'm sure it's going to be very big contrast. Oh, a lot. Yes, get ready. Starting by the food, because Mexican diabetes, like, it's amazing. In New Zealand, we had, like, a hard time to find, you know, native nat native cuisine. Yes, <laughs> that'll be good. I love Mexican food. Right. Okay, so thanks very much, Fernanda and Tassie, for telling us all about New Zealand. Um, next week, we'll speak to you about Mexico. Have a great week um, and enjoy your voyage. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm Anna Letitia Cook. My guests were Fernanda Mora and Tatiana Mello, the girls on the road. And you've been listening to us here at Women Up Radio. Women Up Radio, designed to facilitate women's empowerment, improve your career, develop your talents, incorporate your passions, achieve fulfillment and success. <laughs>